What up, folks? What is going on? This is episode 376 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. Today, we're going to talk about uh, our quarterback for Georgia Southern, transfer from Buffalo, Kyle Van Trees. We're going to get into what the expectations are for our quarterback. I mean, I don't know if they're too high. I don't know if they're too low. But based on what he's done at Buffalo, I think he's going to be able to do something pretty good here. We're going to talk about that. Going to look into his stats back when he was at Buffalo. Look at some games that he played as far as um, looking at the stat line. And I'm going to give you some of my opinions on all of that. And we're just going to go from there. If this is your first time here, welcome. This is the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Talk about George Southern Atlanta Falcons football. I could be found on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. I'm also on YouTube and Rumble if you want to see the video side of this show. If you're already on the video side, I appreciate it. Thank you for the support. And for some reason, a lot of people who like the list, like the Georgia Southern side of this podcast, love to listen to, listen to it on the podcast avenue. More people who like to watch this uh, podcast is on the Atlanta Falcon side. I think that's pretty interesting. Nevertheless, I advise you to subscribe to more than one avenue because one may go down. That's just how technology works. But we already know how that goes. Let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, Calvin Trees transferred from Buffalo to Georgia Southern. One of the bit one of the bigger moves that Coach Clay Helton made for this uh, upcoming season. A lot of transfers coming in, a lot of good recruits coming in. Philosophy changing. We watched a little bit in the scrimmage of spring game, and it looked like this team is on its way to be in you know more wins than losses at the very least. I said they're going to be eight and four. I said that in the last episode, but at the end of the day, if they have more wins than losses. I'm I'm actually content at the end of the day. You know, I think I said that twice. Nevertheless, Kyle Van Trees is going to be the cornerstone of all of that, especially on offense. He has a veteran presence, been in the uh in in the college football for what six years now, played pretty well at Buffalo. Uh, and it's good to have a veteran presence here at Georgia Southern because our quarterback situation has been very shaky. You know, for the last few years, kind of on the ups and downs or whatever the case may be, Shaw Wirtz was the one who led this team to some bowl wins, some wins over Appalachian State, some pretty good team, uh, pretty good, uh, you know, pretty good team play overall. But, you know, with the quarterback in the, in the, in, at the forefront, it kind of indirectly falls on him. Shaw Wirtz is no longer with us. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do at quarterback. Cam Ransom was around. Justin Tomlin stepped in. You know, we actually had Sam Kennerson, uh, Connor Sagelski play. We didn't know what we were doing. Now, with Coach Clay Helton comes in, he evaluated talent, looked at talent all across the country, and in and managing getting uh, Kyle Van Trees. I'm going to have to forgive my son. My son's in the background. Y'all, If y'all watch last episode, you know how that goes. Kyle Van Trees from Ohio. Went to University of Buffalo, decided to come all the way down to Georgia Southern to spend his last season as uh, the quarterback of the Georgia Southern Eagles. Now, I will say this. This is a pretty big move, not only for Calvin Trees, but anybody who comes here at this time frame. This is a new coaching change, and it's not just a coaching change. This is a Georgia Southern Eagles, Georgia Southern football Eagles coaching change. We already know what Georgia Southern was a synonymous for, what they were known for. For them to transition to a totally different uh, face of football, it's going to be a big deal. My son is a mess. It's going to be a, a face of football. It's going to be uh, and be the face of football. 
it's going to be a big deal of anybody who comes to this school for the first year. You know, it, it's just how the way it is because everybody's going to be looking at, okay, what Coach Helton is doing. And he's putting the trust into a veteran quarterback to come in to bridge that gap from what they're trying to do in the long term with doing something, you know, right away in the front of, you know, in the forefront of this team. Now, with that being said, Kyle Van Treese is going to have to produce. I believe that he can with the numbers that he put up last year. He was 61% of his passes, eight touchdowns and six interceptions. Don't sound really flashy or whatever the case may be. I don't know what the rest of the offense look like, but when you have weapons like we have at Georgia Southern, I think he's going to be able to improve those numbers. I actually could see himself, you know, getting into 14, 15, 20 touchdowns this this upcoming season, especially after you've seen what they did in the spring game. If they can implement that to a T and have these guys in, in, in order, he can, uh, at the least, probably double these numbers. And, and, and I mean, and I'm going to let you know his numbers. 60, 161 for 262 for 1861. He completed 50, I mean, sorry, he's completed 61% of his passes. Um, so his quarterback rating was 126.6. It's not bad. QBR was 55.3. Could improve that. And uh, he actually ran for 115 yards. Now, what I will say with this, I don't know the defense. I mean, I don't know the offense, what they were playing. But what I see here is with him being under coach Clay Helton, an offensive mind like him, an offensive coordinator that we have, I think, oh, man, I don't want to say it. I want to say it's Ryan Applin. I'm not really sure if he's the offensive coordinator. He might be the quarterback's coach. I get him mixed up sometimes. But nevertheless, for him to have this acumen of knowledge or, or, or these guys coming in, the acumen and the knowledge of football that are coming into Georgia Southern and with him being implementing this offense, I think he'd be able to uh, almost double these numbers. I mean, and I mean, I don't know about the passing yards. So now we're almost looking at 3,600 passing yards. I'm not sure if you're going to do that. I mean, it'll be cool, but at least the touchdowns, I think he'll double that. You know, I I don't see how he, how, how he won't be able to do so. Um, we're moving the ball pretty well with this new spread offense, and they want to throw the ball down the field some. So this could be a situation where Kyle Van Treats, ooh, excuse me, Kyle Van Treats could be could be able to do uh would be able to do something really nice now i'm gonna look at some of these games that he played um the first two games that he played the season was not that good 11 to 20 um 151 one uh, interception five of 10 in the second game 38 um yards one interception. i don't know if, if he was pulled for that game or whatever case me i don't know but he ended up putting up some good numbers after that the arkin uh, i think this is arkansas i don't know what team this is right here let me sorry, the Akron Zips. Yeah, I said I'm looking at the abbreviation. Akron Zips, they won that game 45 to 10, 15 to 20, 241, 75% of his passes, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Then he goes to play against Ohio, beat them 22 or 30, 251, 73% of his passes, two touchdowns, one interception. So at that point, he started catching the stride, started being a little bit more efficient. Threw for 237 against the 10th. What is it? I think this William and Mary, no Michigan, Western Michigan, the school that da I think the Dallas uh, brothers was going to go to. He went for 151. Uh, Old Dominion, he beat Old Dominion 35 to 34, um, 17 to 26, 191, 65 percent of his passes, one touchdown, no interception. Threw for 146 against the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Lost that game 28 to 25, 13 of 20, one 
46, no touchdowns, no interceptions. It's my son. You hear him? That's my son. I just noticed this today. Calvin and Trees played against Nebraska on 9-11 last year. Went up to Nebraska, lost to them 28 to 3. 28 to 3. My God. We, we, our Falcons fans just can't escape that, huh? And nevertheless, they lost that game 28 to 3. So we're looking at going to Lincoln, Nebraska on September 10th, a month and one day after. Well, I ain't gonna say, yeah, a month and a day after, or I ain't gonna say a month and a day, 364 days prior to him playing them last year, he can get a revenge. This could be a revenge game for Kyle Van Trees. This could be a revenge. This is so cool. I didn't even know that. This could be a revenge game for Kyle Van Trees to go and see if he can turn that around when he when they go up to Lincoln Nebraska. So I'm pretty sure Kyle Van Trees has that game probably bookmarked. I would not be surprised. It would be dope if he did. It would be good to know because I didn't know they played Nebraska last year. That's pretty neat. And um, in the final game, they played against the Wagner Seahawks. 15-19, 231, 78% of his passes, one touchdown, no interceptions. The game against Nebraska, he threw for 224. He threw a lot, though. He threw for, he threw 50 times. Probably not surprised. He's trying to find a way to get into that game and try to win it. Um, but he did throw an interception. Um, probably one of, pretty much one of his lower-rated games of the season at 87.6. And uh, I, I would not be surprised. Hey, man, this might be a game that he has a has bookmarked and he wants to play against Nebraska and see if he can get some revenge. I think we can win that game against Nebraska now. I'm, I'm actually a little bit more pumped that he's actually at the play against Nebraska now. That is pretty cool. I did not know that when I went into this. But I will say this. I think that... Kyle Van Trees is uh, going to be the cornerstone of this offense. Now, I am a big fan of Jalen White, uh, and I'm also a big fan of the other running backs, Joe Green, J.D. King, all these other guys um, that are back there, see what they could do um, running the ball. But this is going to be a passing uh, – I ain't going to say unfortunately, but this is going to be a passing-style offense. And with the ball in Kyle Van Trees' hands – that's going to let you know where things are going to go and how well he's going to do it. I, 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 my expectations before I close, I'll say this. My expectations, and I'm going to calm my hype down a little bit. I'm really going to be honest with you guys before I close this out. I, I'm not really in the prediction business, but when I have a gut feeling on something, I like to tell you guys what my gut feeling is. I see Calvin Trees going for anywhere between 2,000 and 2,500 yards. I can see him probably completing maybe 70, maybe 68% of his passes. I can see him probably throwing maybe 15. I, I'm, I'm going to narrow this down a little bit. Anywhere between 18 to 20 touchdowns this year. Minimum. 18 to 20 touchdowns minimum. and. I don't want to really put this on him, but I think he's going to have no more than eight interceptions. And I hate to say it like that, but I got a feeling that because eight interceptions is a lot. So I'm looking at somewhere between like 20 and eight, 18 and seven, as far as quarterback, I mean, touchdown to interception ratio. It, it sounds kind of crazy, but I think you double 
you so you double up your touchdown um uh numbers from last year but you may end up throwing you threw six last year i'll say in this new offense you may throw up to seven or eight and uh, i don't really want to put that out there like that but i got a feeling that's gonna be that's that's my expectation that's my gut feeling what's going to happen once again i think he's going to throw for about between i'll narrow this down to i said 2025 i'll say anywhere between 23 to 2500 yards i think he'll be able to uh, complete about six, between 68 and 70% of his passes. And I'm looking at about 18 touchdowns to maybe eight interceptions. Uh, 20 touchdowns to seven interceptions, something like that. I think that's where with... I, I could be wrong. It could, the numbers could be better, but that's just my gut feeling of what it is. My expectations for him is to not really put us in a position to lose. And I think these numbers are going to be right there. I think his quarterback rating is going to be maybe around 158, uh, 160. I, I, I will say this. The game that he had against Ohio, I think this is a perfect scenario of what he was able to do. Against Ohio, he went 22 of 30, 251, 73% of his passes completed. He had two touchdowns and one interception. I can see a game. I can see a game like that almost every game. Not obviously without the interception, but around that ballpark, two fifty-one, throwing thirty passes, getting about you know, you know, two touchdowns, one interception, three touchdowns, no interceptions. You know, I I, I guess I see that type of game. You know, week in and week out. You know, I, I think that's realistic. So. Um, and it, it, I, I, I think that's reasonable, and I think that's a situation where we can win football games like that. And I think that's the most important thing. If he can lead us to win some football games as the leader and the quarterback of this team, we're, we're going to be in good hands. The, you know, things are going to be passed down for Vantrese once he leaves, and we're going to be looking at a Zach Roseman or a Connor Zagelski. Hell, hey, we might even be looking at Colton Fitzgerald. A kid that I haven't really talked about much that just came from Boise State to Georgia Southern. So this could be a situation where, you know, quarterback you could run through stakes, bro. It's not gonna just be running back you anymore. I mean, I I I, I know y'all guys seen all the quarterbacks that we signed, right? I mean, I, I I talked about that extensively, but it's not about them right now. It's about Kyle Vantries. Like I said, before I would say it one more time before I go. Kyle Vantries will throw for almost about 2,500 yards. I see him getting about 20 touchdowns to maybe eight interceptions, 18 touchdowns to eight interceptions, seven or eight interceptions. I think his quarterback rating to be in the 150s to 160. And I think that's not a, I think that's not bad. Is there a reason, is there a situation where it could get better or he will be better? Absolutely. He may mess around and throw, you know, 20 touchdowns to four interceptions. We just don't know. But I think gut feeling, I think those numbers I gave you guys is about realistic. I think that's I think that's my gut feeling, and that's what I'm rolling with. If you guys like this commentary, if you like this podcast, hit the like button. Share this podcast. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit that share button wherever platform you're listening to and just send it to somebody. Send it to somebody. Just let them know what we're doing over here. Maybe they'll decide to listen and um, become a fan of the show. And if they do that, it'd be all thanks to you guys. I cannot thank you guys enough for subscribing, watching, liking posts, sharing this stuff. I cannot thank you guys enough. You guys are awesome. And um, I'm going to get up out of here. One more day till Friday. Man, we're almost close. We're almost there. So 
Hang in there. We're almost done at the end of the week. All right, y'all. You guys enjoy the rest of your Thursday. And you guys take it easy. And you guys be blessed. Peace. Thank you.